Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, uh, back once again with another great podcast. I know you're going to love this one. Uh, this is with the CEO of QQ Solutions, Mark Malice, uh, who is going to be uh, talking with us, just continuing on the series that we have about the uh, agency management system. As you know, if you've listened to the other podcasts, if you listen to my solo podcast that kicked off this month, it was all about the fact it's the number one thing that I get questions about. Yes, I do with Facebook and digital marketing and Google+, but the, the number one that I've been getting and in all the groups that I'm in, it's about management systems. It's about what are we looking for? What should be important to me? My agency's commercial lines versus personal lines. What's the best? Who has the best features? Best price? And those are the questions that we're trying to answer here in the month of May. I'm actually calling it the main management series. So kind of trying to play a little uh, a little play on words. You guys know that we're a little corny around here, but it keeps you interested. Um, so we're going to be rolling into that. Also, don't forget that at this time that the podcast is being released, I don't know when the Grow Team is going to be releasing it. I just know it's in the month of May. You can check out www.insuranceforplay.com. Uh, that's where we're going to be having our uh, book. The website is up. At this point in time, when I'm recording this at the end of April, I'm waiting on Amazon to release to uh, where people can pre-order. But you right now, by listening to this, you can either pre-order or you can actually buy. It all depends on when you're looking listening to this. Sometime around the 10th to 15th is when we estimate the release of the book uh, to where you can actually put your money in, put your credit card in, and actually get the book. So that's insuranceforeplay.com. It's customer service is just foreplay. It's the modern customer experience that will set you apart from your competition. And what's important is, is not only with the CEO we have here, but all as you guys all know, I talk about QQ a lot. And QQ is uh, one of uh, the people that we mention in the book, and we've also set up a little discount that you have for them. So go in there, check on insuranceforeplay.com, click on the tools or the resources, and you'll find out more about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the uh, reviews and that you give us on Stitcher and iTunes. And if you have just a second, please go there and just tell your thoughts about what you think about Agents Influence. And the last thing that we're going to ask is make sure that you share this. There's a lot of agents out there who need to hear the voice of you and other agents and other insurance professionals and CEOs like Mark that are trying to project onto the national scene to keep forward momentum and, um, and forward progress in the greatest industry God ever created, which is the insurance industry. So without further ado, let's roll. Hey, Jason Cass back once again, um, and we're going to roll right into it here uh, where I'm going to be announcing, or I'm sorry, introducing to you uh, Mark Malis of, of QQ Solutions, and he is the CEO, and uh, Mark and I kind of got to really know each other. We Just like in the world we have today where we really actually haven't face-to-face, shook hands, and, and skin-to-skin met. Um, but sometimes it feels feels like I know Mark uh, pretty well, especially on the business side, and just I've uh, talked with him enough that I kind of know what his brain is and what's kind of in there and what he has future for you. And and I've wanted to bring him on for a long time. Mark's a 
very busy guy. You're going to find out this is not going to be one of our longest podcasts because Mark is just a busy guy um, because he's experiencing, not only does he have a great product, but he's experiencing unbelievable growth um, at the moment. So he's been growing for a while and you're going to hear that story, but uh, things are really good at QQ and I'm going to, I hope that uh, he's able to explain to you why and I'll even give you a little bit of tidbit uh, coming from me. As you guys know, I'm biased because I have QQ, um, QQ Catalyst, their uh, flagship product, but uh, here he is. So Mark, uh, uh, welcome uh, to Agents Influence Podcast. Thanks, Jason. I appreciate having you. And you're right, we haven't met before and it is odd because now that I'm Skyping you, all I see is a cartoon picture of you. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is different. It is. And you're right. Got to keep that video off to keep the clarity so well. But yes. Um, so Mark, uh, we're going to start out with a question the, the, the listeners always love. Are you an iPhone or a Droid user? Um, I am a Droid user. I have never had an iPhone. Um, part of the reason I'm a Droid user at the very beginning is because I was with Verizon, which at the time had the best service, I thought. And AT&T was lucky enough to get the iPhone, and I didn't want to switch to AT&T for the iPhone. Um, but I always loved the idea of it. Um, and then eventually, um, I got a BlackBerry Storm, which was wow. sort of like um, a touch device, like, like an iPhone. But instead of just tapping the screen, you'd have to push down on the screen, and the whole screen would click. It was kind of odd. <laughs> um, and then eventually... Um, they started coming out with regular, what I would call regular Android smartphones, and I've been a lover of that ever since. And I really do love the the feel of the Droid versus the iPhone. My my wife has an iPhone. Um, I think all of my managers at my company have iPhones. I'm the only manager that has a Droid, uh, but most of my developers, I'm sorry, most of my managers have the iPhone. Um, me and most of the developers have droids, and I'm not sure if it's a developer thing uh, where developers like droids. I'm, I don't really know, but uh, the people who love iPhones really love them, and the people who love droids really love those as well. They really do. They really do. And really, I don't consider that a surprise that you and developers would like droids. Um, you know, I, I crack on them a lot, Mark, about the iPhones and how I dislike them and stuff. They're really a great phone, but I just, it, you know, it kind of goes back to what we're going to be talking about today. It goes back to philosophy of, of how open you allow your uh, product and, to be used by other um, platforms and different types of things like that. And I just feel as if iPhone, when I talk to my friends and I tell them about things I can do on my phone or this app that I have, they'll have something similar, but it's always kind of limited. And uh, and that's kind of deep to explain, but we're not here to explain that. But it does kind of roll into maybe even the philosophy of I think is important for management systems and that you guys have kind of adopted as well. Uh, what's the last app, app that you've downloaded? Um, I use my phone probably not as much as most people. Um, the reason being... I love my laptop. So I, I have my laptop with me a lot of times when I'm not at work. Obviously, yeah. during the day, I am at a physical office, so I'm using my PC. Um, but then when I'm home, I, I usually carry my laptop around the house. So the only time I really have free time on my phone is either when I'm driving to and from work or on the weekends. And I have an 11-year-old, so I try to spend less time on the phone and more time with him. Um, but gotcha. as, as, far as, as far as apps go... Most of the apps that I do download are more for fun. So I do have a smartwatch for Android. It's called Asus, and uh, the Asus has a really cool watch that looks very similar to the new Apple Watch. 
Um, and I like to change watch faces and that sort of thing. But Sweet. The, app, the app that I downloaded most recently that I use a lot whenever I have spare time is Home Automation. Um, about a year and a half ago, we moved into a new house and I decided to take the task of making it, um, I guess, automation friendly. So all of the lights, all of the, the alarm system, um, wow. everything is hooked up. The air conditioning, the door locks are all hooked up to the home automation system and I can control them from a PC or from my phone. Um, awesome. And it's really neat to be able to control it from your phone and you can even do it from your watch. So there, there are kits now where you can turn lights on and off by just walking into a room and hitting a button on your watch. So it, it, is, it is really neat. Wow. Uh, the next step I'm taking it to is actually voice activation. Um, I do have it working on my phone where if I walk into a room, I can say lights on and the lights will turn on. Um, the problem with that is you have to have your phone um, close by. So recently I've been experimenting with um, amplifiers so that in each room there could be um, cheap Android phones hooked up to amplifiers so that I could walk into any room and say lights on or TV on or whatever I want it to do. Um, and it uses the Google uh, voice to, tr to translate what I'm saying into tasks for this application called Tasker, which then lets me control the home, home automation. So that's sort of wow. for fun. Um, and it is really neat. If I, if you came to my house and we walked around, you'd, I think you'd be impressed with that. Well, I appreciate the invitation. I'll uh, try and see if I can make it this weekend, Mark. Um, I think it's better off in the winter when it's when, when it's nice and. <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, to all the listeners, if you being a loyal listener as you probably are, um, and if you're not, I did just did the Internet of Things, the IoT, uh, a couple uh, programs back, probably around number sixty three or sixty two or something like that, and that is what we talked about there, Mark, was the Internet of Things about how everything is going to be connected to us and between us and different types of things like that, and so uh, that that that's a living example of it right there. So that's pretty cool. Um, Mark, uh, so I know a little bit about your history um, and about, and I'm, I'm just going to, I'm not going to steal your thunder, but I believe your father owned an agency or something, and then you kind of got involved, and then, then about came the management system. Can you kind of start around there and kind of let us know, I mean, yes, about you, but also kind of tie and weave it into your company and how you've come about uh, to where you are now? Um, sure, you're actually right on, on the background. So my father had an insurance agency when I was in college. Um, and in school, I was a software engineer. That was my major. And when I got to my senior year, the teacher wanted us to write software that someone would actually use. So they, they recommended that we ask friends and family if they needed anything to be written. And my father said, hey, why don't you write me an agency management system? Um, this was back in 1987. So it was back in the DOS days. <laughs> and um, on my little portable computer, um, I wrote a program called Autofile, which was the first version of what today is Catalyst, our, 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 our web-based system. But back then it was Autofile. It was DOS-based. Um, while I was in school, my father would act as a salesperson. He would sell the product. And when I was um, not in class, I would take product support questions um, from my phone. And then over the years, well, actually, when I graduated, we continued with it, and we built a Raider as well. So we have an agency management system and a comparative auto Raider. And then over the course of the past 27 years, um, we've gone from Autofile to QuickFile to Evolution and now to Catalyst. So we actually 
today still have three versions of our management system, um, QuickFile, Evolution, and Catalyst. And, and overall, those systems in the WebRater are used in, uh, I think, 5,300 agency locations. Man, holy moly. And we have, um, I think, 25,000 users, some, some number around, around there. Wow, that that's awesome. And um, once again, not to repeat myself, but I just always want you guys to know when I was at the uh, Ivan's conference, um, they listed the, the top six um, uh, management systems. Obviously, QQ was one of them, especially with those numbers you just heard. And I believe they put you at number three as far as agencies, and I believe number four as far as users, or it was number three as far as users and four as agencies. I, I can't remember at that point in time. But from what I've mentioned in other podcasts, um, Mark, is that they basically said the six that were there, Applied, Vertifor, QQ Solutions, SIS, Hawksoft, and NASA, were actually made up 96% of the management system usability, whatever you would want to say, out of the 64 there, that's there. So that's pretty impressive. But to, for there to be 64 and you to be considered in the top three, four, wherever that number is, depending on the statistic or, or whatever it is, um, you know, congratulations, man. That, that's pretty cool. Thank you. That's pretty cool. Um, all right, so so why QQ Catalyst? I mean, what made you realize now that when we went from Autofile to QuickFile to Evolution and then to, to QQ Catalyst, I mean, um, you know, not pointing anybody out in the industry, but, you know, it's your product. You're the most proud of it. You think it's the best. What, 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 why? Why QQ Catalyst? What's so special about it? Um, well, just a little history. So the product's evolution and QuickFile all came from Autofile. It, originally, we had a product, and then we improved it and changed its name to a degree. And then when we came out with Evolution, it, it started as a copy of, of QuickFile, and then we improved it from there. Um, we wanted to make a web-based product from scratch, and we started this about four and a half years ago. Um, so four and a half years ago, we embarked in trying to create an easy-to-use agency management system that, like an independent insurance agent, would be independent and we, we wanted to do that by giving people the freedom of choice and we did it in a couple of ways one of the ways we did it was by having something called an open api um, and i know this is a bit technical but the open api allows other third-party vendors to be able to create applications that connect to catalyst so whether it's a marketing system or a mobile app or voice over ip systems different companies have written applications that connect so they could read and write data directly into Catalyst. And this was by design at the very beginning because um, other agency management systems didn't do this, yet every other web-based system in the world yes. was doing this. So yes. it, was, it was as if the insurance um, market was sort of lagging um, in agency management systems behind the rest of the world. Go figure, huh? You can, you can go to any other web-based product and they all have the open API. So we, we, we knew from the beginning we needed to have that. Um, and we did, and now we have a dozen marketplace partners. If you go to our website, you can you know you can see all the different partners that connect to us. Um, and the other thing we wanted to do was we realized that we're selling to lots of different types of agents, from small mom and pops to to enterprise agencies where they have a hundred hundred locations or more. So since we had lots of them with, with only personal lines and lots of them that were full personal and commercial lines agencies, we decided to create a system where you could choose what features you want to have. So you could get the core system, um, which has fewer features 
than the Max system, which has all the features. And then you could get anything in between. And what it allows you to do if you're a new agency is you could start with the core system, and then over time you could add the features that you need and pay a little bit extra for each of these features. So we once again, we looked at other systems outside the insurance market, and everybody has, has what's called the meatball chart, which is a chart that has you know, the different levels of the products, and then you could add features as, as you wish right. uh, a monthly charge. And we also wanted it to be easy, so we, we don't have a setup fee. We don't have a contract. You are month to month when you sign up with, with our system. So we wanted to be unlike everybody else at the end of the day. We wanted to be like, every, every, we wanted to be unlike all the other management systems, but like the way everybody else in the world was doing it. Bam. Find out what 95% of the people are doing and do the exact opposite and you will be successful. And what was kind of crazy is, is as you just said, Mark, you were, you're doing the opposite of what everybody was doing in the industry, but what everybody else was doing in the world. And so uh, that, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. And for all you listeners out there, because you're probably sometimes sick and tired of me talking about QQ, people say to me, you know, and when I don't have time to talk to them, Mark, they say to me, why did you go to QQ from AMS 360? And I say, hey, AMS 360 is a great product. But I believe in the philosophy. I say this so much, I could almost just like record myself and play it. I believe in the philosophy that QQ has as far as allowing the agent and the agent to be individual and independent in the realm and in the workspace of a management system. Well, what does that mean? And then I filter on. But I believe in that philosophy. I really do. And you know, talking with Steve Anderson. Steve Anderson, Mark, was talking about how Salesforce in 2008, totally against the API, totally against it, totally against it. And then in 2008, they decided to make a, a system that allowed integration of other programs into their Salesforce. And two years later, their business literally tripled, like tripled. And Salesforce was already huge, um, but it literally tripled. And it's a great little case study out there that the the, the vision that you and your team has is Boom, 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 right on. Um, so how has that been receptive to agents? Are agents understanding that philosophy? Is it working? Um, the answer is yes and no. And, and there are different types of people. There are people who love the idea that we have the open API and they could add on all these, all these features. And there are people who don't necessarily need all the other third-party apps. And then it comes down to the other side of things, which is what I call look and feel. And this is the part where I can't say... I'm not going to say we're better than everybody else. We just we're, we're just a little bit different, and I think that anyone who's looking for an agency management system should try all the different vendors and see which one feels right to them. So I could tell you about why we're better, but at the end of the day, a lot of agency management systems have the same core features. They they all have a container for customers, a container for policies. They have cord forms. Most of them do downloads with, with through Ivans and in other ways, um, and at the end of the day, they all have a lot of similar features, but which one feels right? Which one's the easiest to use? And, um, and, and that's really up to the individual. Same mm -hmm. with iPhone and Android. They're, you know, half the people have one, half, half the people have, have another. Um, so I think everyone should try different systems and see which one they like. Now, if, if you do want to go with the API and you want to do integrations, then I think that, that limits your choice to, I think, us. I don't know that anyone's really doing what we're doing. Um, and... And I think that, that that's really important for a lot of people.
Yes, yes, yes. And to be completely transparent, we don't know all of what every management system is doing. So there may be somebody out there doing it, just like Mark's saying. I mean, he keeps up on the competition. So do we. I know that EasyLink is becoming a little bit uh, more open with it. Um, I've heard, well, let me just tell you this. I've just heard that from agents. But then again, those are EasyLink agents who probably are regretting the fact they didn't go with QQ. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But anyways, um, so, so, that, so that makes sense. But yeah, Yes, and I, I do love it. And um, able to hook into my, my my app, which I think is so huge. I mean, all these agencies give away an app, Mark, and they have to preload the info. The client has to preload the information. I mean, I say to agents all the time, can you imagine if Bank of America or U.S. Bank or whoever your bank is gave you an app and said, okay, now you have to enter in all of your checking information. And if you if um, if you write a check, you got to go into your app and enter it in there. And you know, if you make it a withdrawal or deposit, you got to go in there. No, they don't want that. They want to have something that mirrors the the system that you that the bank has, so that they can just see what the transactions that are already being put out there or, or it's already there so they just want to be able to mirror that and I and, and to be honest I don't think that agents mark really realize that 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 capability is there of saying what you already have in your management system inside of QQ can just be mirrored by the app that the client has and that's really truthfully mark that may be a norm in five years, but that's groundbreaking and mind-blowing to a lot of agents today. They, they, they didn't even comprehend that that could be that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that's, that's, that's huge. Um, being able not to do a double entry on my email to where when it comes, uh, the download comes into my, uh, into my management system and it just automatically kicking off an action that's been pre-set up onto my email um, and to thank you cards and welcome and uh, on, uh, on board, welcoming on board documents. Um, I don't think that re- agents realize that. And I think that's one of the reasons why you guys are experiencing the growth you are is that words getting out there, these, these groups out on Facebook and LinkedIn and Google Plus that are sharing the experiences that they're having. Um, you know, I've shared a lot of those with you when I see them, Mark, by uh, doing screenshots and sending them to you to look at what these people are saying, the good and the bad, you know, about management systems out there. And so um, you guys are so right on in, in any of that. Thanks. And, and by the way, one of, one of the cool things that we're, we're in the process of adding for the summer is right now our API allows you to read and write data directly from our system. Um, but if you want to know when a record was added to Catalyst so that it could then be immediately live synced to another system, you need something called webhooks. And I know that's another technical term, but over the summer we're, in, we're introducing webhooks so that whenever a record is added or updated inside a Catalyst, it will notify the other third parties to be able to then import that record into their system or update the record into their system. So so then you get two-way live syncing instead of, with the API you really get one-way live syncing, which means if you add a record into the third party, it will immediately go into Catalyst. With, With this, it adds the second way. Fantastic! That is cool. That that is that is really really cool, actually. Awesome. And you know, Mark, I I'm pretty. I follow you guys pretty hard on what you guys have coming out, and and that's something I didn't even know. You guys, and if I'm correct, you guys release updates uh, once every sixty days or ninety days. What is it? Sixty it's every days. sixty days. So every every two months. So we have um, we just released one in March. Um, we have one on May twelfth, and then we have one on on July first. Those are the next um, the next two coming up. 
And that, and that's not no that's no little peas. I mean, you you when you guys release an update, you guys release um, not so much changes, but addition to or improvements that uh, that has really been mind blowing. That's another thing I hear agents talking about is man, it's you know, I mean, they're hitting some updates, and it's not an update that you don't even notice. And the thing I love about what you guys do, Mark, is that not only do you release the update, but you guys give a very thorough heads up. Hey, we're going to be releasing this update, and here's exactly the things that are going to be there. You release the update, and then you have a nice little webinar, uh, an open live webinar that basically says, here's what it is, come there, we're going to show you exactly, and I love it. I think one of the texting features is one of the things that you guys have come up with lately that I just think is just awesome. I just really do, and I love how it how it um, stores that text, so if I send a text right out of the management system, it comes back in uh, through my uh, dedicated text line. And, and it just stores it right there into the and documents it into the customer's uh, folder, client file, whatever you want to say. I think that that is just uh, awesome. And it's something we use actually a lot. I would say when it first came out, we were trying to figure it out. And now it's something that we use a lot. And it's amazing how quick our responses are. Just like you get in personal life where you can email your kids. Well, yours is 11 yet, so I don't know if, if he's exactly that way, but I got a 15-year-old and I can call him and I don't get him, but I text him and I get it immediately. It's the same thing with, with clients. Are you are you hearing other agents talk similar about that? Yeah, I think that um, texting is not a thing for every agent. I think that there are agents that are more advanced that, that love the texting, and I think there are some that won't possibly ever use it. Um, part of the reason is, although we have, you know, Catalyst, which is a brand new product, we've been doing this for 27 years. We have some agencies that have been around for a long time and have the same owners and, and they're, they're not really growing with technology themselves. So everyone mm -hmm. doesn't use the feature, but the ones that do, um, love it. Um, it, it's, it's included in our, in our top product in the, in the, in the max product and in the other products you can add it for a monthly charge. So, yeah. Uh, we are seeing a lot of people at it, um, especially on the first month that we, we came out with it. Right. And and one of the other uh, one of the other neat things that um, I want I want to talk about, based on the fact that we do the releases every two months, a lot of the features that go into those releases come from requests from clients. But one of the other neat things that we did late last year um, was something called QQ Labs, and, and we don't really talk about this that much in public, but. Um, we sort of got the idea from Google, and what we did was we gave each developer a month off to work on a cool project that would hopefully one day see itself into Catalyst. So wow. each, each employee that was a developer got to spend an entire month not working on their normal day-to-day -day stuff, but to work on cool features. And they sort of did it in groups of two to three people. So what we ended up with was six or seven really cool labs that are eventually trickling their way into the program. And, and the first one that actually is getting released, um, which is not really super cool, it's not really super cool because it's kind of the norm now, but uh, it's a mobile app for Android and Apple. So now um, it's in beta today, um, and then I think it's being released fully on the May 12th release. You'll be able to download the Catalyst mobile app on iTunes or Google Play Store. And that's for the agent to be able to see the management system while he's maybe on the road and a client calls in. Is that right? Correct. And it is not full featured. Instead, it's more of a snapshot of what the agent might want to see as far as sales numbers while they're at lunch or be able to quickly look up a client while they're at lunch. But, there you go. But they wouldn't be able to fill out an accord form on their little phone. 
It you was. know, and and that and and hardly anybody would want to do that. So that's right, Mark. Wait, wait, if you have that vision there. So that came from your labs. It did. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. And and the other labs are. It sounds corny, but the other labs are secret until they come out. Well, makes sense, makes sense. And dude, and you know what? That is uh, still to this day. I think uh, uh, Google ended up cutting back on that program a little bit, but I think that uh, they still have it in some of their most innovative products. Great, great. You know what? Way to learn from the best. You know what I mean? If you want to be the best, you got to learn from the best. Way to do that, Mark. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um well, as we know, I mean, the, this is a, this is an incredible thing. All these things that we're doing, the upload, the download, the time savings, the cost savings, agency efficiency. Um, I, I just, uh, I really applaud you and I applaud your team. I applaud anybody in the industry who's trying to think outside of the lines and say, at the end of the day, Mark, yeah, you're creating this product and yeah, it houses information, but it's about how can we help the customer experience be the best internally in an agency and externally to the consumer and and it's a tough thing to do today because everybody's as things are changing so fast and for you to have a team that's connected enough with the agent to say hey you know what the agent when he's at lunch gets a phone call from a client that says hey what's my deductible or hey did, did we have full coverage on this vehicle um, and that's 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 good that you realize that because you wouldn't believe how many people I talk to out there that would go, oh, that would be a concern. That would be something you want to know. And I mean, and, and, and that's really impressive that you guys keep that, that, uh, that way of connecting there. And, and I ask Mark that, uh, like other companies who have gotten away with it, I, I think, you know, but I ask as an agent out there to make sure that you guys keep your, 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 your feet grounded. So, and I think that will be the biggest reason why you guys will continue to grow when you have that pulse of what's going on inside of agencies like JDC insurance group. Thank you. And yeah, we, we are, we're trying to be very aggressive on our releases and keeping up with the release cycle of every other month and taking into consideration all the requests from our existing customers as well as customers that that we're trying to get um, so it's it's a balancing act on two things really adding new great features and improving features within the system so in our last release we did fewer new features and tried to I guess almost polish the diamond if you will and make some of the workflows better and smarter mm -hmm. and the release that's coming out in May is also going to be one of those where there's fewer new features and more uh, time, cons uh, time uh, saving features, I'd say. So if there's something that takes nine steps, cutting that down to two or three steps. And every time an agent has to do something that takes a minute is annoying for them. They really want it to take seconds to do. And if you amplify how many seconds are wasted on each activity and you have to repeat it over and over and over, it, it's, it's frustrating and, and, and it just kills your time when, when you probably want to be selling and not and not servicing so much. It becomes a normal thing, Mark, of just clicking a mouse, but you really don't. I mean, there's been studies done even by the ACT, um, Agents Council for Technology, through real time, about how much time can actually be saved. And I'm not going to say the statistics because I don't know. But like if an average a, um, um, a task takes anywhere between 10 to 13 clicks, if you can take that to 3 to 5 clicks, how much that one person and then multiplied by how many people you have in your office, it literally can save hours and sometimes 10, 15 hours of productivity for the whole office in a simple week. 
And I mean, we don't think about that because we just go about our life just clicking, you know, but you're very right about that. And that's awesome. Once again, that even things that agents aren't even perceiving to be a time waster, you guys are ahead of the curve there trying to figure that out. And, and once again, it all goes back to the fact you're saying what's best for the agent and let's give them that the best that we know how by listening to them. And I applaud you for that, Mark. Uh, Mark. Um, what is, uh, the, we're going to close this up. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to add in there about your, about QQ or about the industry or anything? Is there anything you want to add before I ask you my last question? Um, no, I, I, I think we went through a lot of, a lot of items and I'm pretty psyched with the industry today. Um, I, I wish in a way that things would progress quicker as an <laughs> industry. I, I, I know that on the carrier side, I, I hear complaints that agents still have to use Internet Explorer um, to go to the websites of carriers in, in a lot of cases, and that seems crazy to me that they can't use Chrome or Firefox or, you know, Safari. Safari if they have an if they have a Mac, um, it, it just seems crazy to me that in 2015 that's still limitation from some large carriers that I know have the money to probably spend about a week or two and redo it. Um, but yep. I, I, I wish that would go faster for, for the agents because we have a lot of customers that have all Macs and then they have to have a PC to be able to do some work for one of the carriers. Yep. And, and that seems kind of crazy today. But just as a side note to all you listeners, if you have QQ Catalyst, you can access it on any device using any browser. So there you go. I threw it Thanks. out there for you, Mark. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. I threw it. So, hey, uh, Mark, what uh, what's the uh, – you a reader? Um. In reality, I'm I'm not a reader of books. I I, I am a reader more of magazines. Um, I I love this magazine called Ink Magazine, which is a business yep. journal. Um, so much so that whenever they have conferences, I go to their their business conferences. Um, wow, I have to be a huge fan of business. Um, it, I think it, I think competition is fun. Um, I think I have a good relationship with a lot of my competitors. I think there's a lot of nice people. <laughs> in our industry that, that I've, I've made uh, friendships with. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still competition. Um, as you know, people can only have an insurance policy through one insurance agency. Uh, right. people, for the most part, can only have one agency management system. So it is competition and and it's it's a game and, and, and it is fun to compete. And um, we're very aggressive about it here. We have you know, we have uh, meetings all the time on how to compete and what other other competitors are doing, what other businesses are doing in different industries. Um, and I really enjoy that. I also um, read a lot of LinkedIn groups. So I, I read ACT and um, different forums on like insurance journal forums, things like that. Right. Um, and I read your stuff, too. That's, yeah. that, that's how I originally found out about you, because you you post a lot in the different forums online. Yes, yes, uh, I try to. I try to. People get tired of it, but I don't care. I mean, they need to. They need to hear what they don't know, and they need to know what they don't know. So thank you. All right. Well, that's interesting, and I appreciate your time, Mark. I, like I said, I'm going to cut this short. Uh, usually, we try to keep them um, about this a lot. Sometimes we go longer, but I understand you're very, very busy. Um, we just appreciate, as the listeners of Agents Influence and me, you taking your time to come on here um, and talk about your product. Sometimes I, it's, it's maybe it sounded like a bragging session, and that's not some. Sometimes always what people want to do, um, but I appreciate you taking in and just being honest about what you guys do, what you feel separates yourself, and uh, why you feel as if you have the best product out there for, you know, not everybody, not everybody fits everything, but for the agent who 
falls in line with your philosophy. You're, as you mentioned, one of the very few, if only agents out there that does some of the stuff you do. And um, as you know, I'm the guy out there carrying the flag right in line, just telling people what you guys do. And you know as well as I, Mark, I hear about other things out there that other agency management systems are doing from agents. And I'm the first to let you know, because I want you to, uh, most of the time you say, Jason, I already knew about that. But a lot of times you're like, hey, thanks for the info. And what I want to thank you, as far as the listeners as well, is just thank you for having your ear to the ground and making it important to agents uh, when you're developing your product that you're thinking about it. So really do appreciate that, Mark. Right. And, and I do want to say one more thing about, about Go ahead. competition. Um, other competitors will have other features and other neat things that we don't have. But I think everybody's going to look at each other's software. And if, if there's something that can really benefit the agent, I, I think each agency management system owes it to the agent to add that feature. If someone comes mm-hmm. up with something that, that seems to be a time saver, for the agent and you know we look at the competition and we see what they're doing and and um, occasionally we'll borrow something it's it's and they probably do from you so that's that's the nature that's the nature yep so um appreciate your time mark uh really do to all you listeners i hope you got a lot out of this i hope you're getting a lot out of the month of may uh for the management system uh month because uh this is important and i know it's important to you because you've told me and we've listened and we've projected your uh mind or uh, your mouth sorry projected your thoughts onto the scene um and i want to just give you a little bit of snapshot this is going to be the month of or this is going to be the summer of marketing. So if you don't know, over June, July, and August, I've set up a ton of marketers, uh, agents that are great marketers, agency owners that are great marketers, consultants in the insurance industry, outside the industry, and we're bringing them all together for three months to where it's just going to be like marketing overload for you. And so, you know, it's not about learning everything they do. It's about taking a couple things they do and executing them into your um, into your agency, into your space. So once again, we thank you as a listener. We thank you Mark for coming on. We thank you as a listener for just taking what we say, listening to it, being a loyal listener as you are. Um, and remember, be f- feel free to share this. Help other agents understand what's going on. Um, let them know uh, also by bragging that, hey, you're listening to someone who's ahead of the curve and is doing nothing but trying to make you better. So once again, tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Yeah.